0: welcome ladies and gents we are here with a very special edition of fit for life radio this is the SpongeBob edition. As your host, (laughs) your host Gary is here with our special guest, Patrick. (laughs) 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 So grab your kids. This is gonna be.
1: Maybe don't. Maybe maybe leave the kids out of this. Just grab them for this for the SpongeBob saying No on that. Yeah, (laughs) he's giving me the cut. (laughs) No kids.
0: But uh, but yeah, we're here with the regular regular crew, and then we have. Uh, our guest Patrick Burns with us, who is was a trainer at Coastal Strength and Fitness, and now he is he left us for for Miami, <laughs> for the su- for the sunshine and bikinis, oh,
2: all the bikinis.
0: So uh, so yeah. So you want to say hi to the people, Patrick?
2: <clears throat> yeah. How you doing, guys? Uh, my name is Patrick, and I used to be a coach at Coastal Strength and Fitness. Um, great place, great coaches, great guys if you do not know them, um, you know, listen to the podcast and get to know them. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I moved down to Miami um, in May, end of May, and I've been working and coaching at another facility down here, uh, more of a corporate facility, but still nonetheless, uh, just another step in my career uh, with health and fitness, so that's where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, so we're uh, we're going to ch- chop it up, we got a couple topics we want to talk about today, and... Uh, one is so Patrick I think a lot of people think you know obviously you're a trainer we're trainers that you know working out and everything is just uh, comes easy but really just like anyone else it's all about habits right and kind of what yep. what your current lifestyle is and I know you mentioned so for those that don't know Patrick just graduated college he was a soccer player and then obviously moving and getting a job a whole new environment You mentioned how you struggled, like you were you were losing a ton of weight and all this, Mm -hmm. obviously because you probably you know weren't used to that athlete all you can eat cafeteria and everything. So talk a little about kind of how like when you have that complete change in environment, um, you know maybe some of the struggles you kind of dealt with and, and had to face.
2: Yeah, definitely. So it's you know it's challenging in itself because I've always been an extremist my entire life. Uh, Everything I've taken to extreme levels, you know, being an athlete, traveling an hour and a half my whole life just to get to practice, Uh, you know, my closest like home game or whatever was an hour and a half away. So I've always just been everything I've ever done, you know, nutrition, um, working out, it's always been to a different level. Um, so kind of having to transition away from that and just being like a normal person, you know, not having anything competitively to train for and dedicate myself to has been, been fairly difficult for me. You know, it's been a tough transition. Um, you know, like, like Gary mentioned, uh, kind of nutrition, training, it almost took a back seat, unfortunately. I lost a lot of weight. You know, my training suffered severely. And it's not something that I, uh, you know, I planned or I wanted to happen. It's just I was kind of for a while... Um, to be honest, a little bit lost. I'm like, gosh, what am I training for? Why am I training? You know, I I'm not, I don't have a game next year. I don't have a game next week. So it was tough for me. And, uh, you know, ultimately, I just kind of realized, you know, this is something I need to find sustainability in and, you know, train the rest of my life. Obviously, this is my career. But um, for me, it was just difficult knowing and, and, and understanding that that's kind of it for sports. You know, there's really nothing else that I need to train for at this current moment. That's going to like cause me to, you know, be able to eat whatever I want and all this different stuff. I have to, you know, find structure in what I'm doing, and I can't just stuff my face until I'm full because obviously, you know, I'm not burning that amount of calories like I used to.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's like the the plight of an ex athlete, especially a collegiate athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you if you look at anybody who grows up in competitive sports or they yeah. just have you know done things like that for a long time, they're in that extreme mindset like you know I have to go 100% and you can eat whatever you want and you're training crazy hard because you have that like alright we'll have a game I have to play you know well for, for this season coming up and then being lost right when you come out I mean saying like when I stopped playing football in high school I had the same thing happen yeah. it's just like why am I in the yeah. weight room yeah. um, and I think a lot of people definitely go through that Yeah. Um, so what um like, what, what have you done, I guess? Like, have you changed anything? Like, you still train the same way you did, like, when you were in college? Or have you shifted since you've kind of gone towards more of, like, a sustainability approach?
2: Yeah, it, things have shifted, definitely. Um, since I started working out, to be honest, like, my style of training, if I'm working out by myself, it was mostly just, like, you know, a bodybuilding style of training. I was getting a pump, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I was always and constantly being forced to do, like, all this different stuff through by movement exercises and like um, power cleans and all these different you know form things that I never really did on my own um, because I had strength, strength conditioning coaches like forcing me to do these things so now that I don't have anyone doing that I find myself you know my workouts aren't really bodybuilding anymore I'm doing tons of different stuff, I'm just working on movement, I'm working on mobility, I'm just moving better, I'm just, you know, I feel good right now, and that's, I think that's at the end of the day what, I, what I'm what i aiming to do, I just want to feel good, I just want to move good, um, but yeah, my training style has absolutely changed, I'm not, you know, smashing heavy weights, I'm not training like a bodybuilder, because I'm not a bodybuilder, I never have been a bodybuilder, it's just, you know, a phase, and I, I'm, right now, I'm kind of just, you know, uh, working out to, enjoy working out, to be honest with you.
3: Do you have any? Uh,
2: you have any favorites? Um. Well, right now, I'm you know I've been just doing a lot of power cleans to be honest, a lot of hand yeah. cleans, power cleans. Yep. And I've been working on my shoulder. I have a sh- I have an ongoing shoulder injury uh, that's been bothering me some, so it's kind of dealing with that. In the it, game right? Like from, uh, yeah. the, from
3: that one fucking kick that you. From get, that, like...
2: From that one injury, man. It yeah. wasn't a kick. It was uh, I got tackled basically. I got my legs taken out from under me, and when I landed, I landed on my shoulder and uh, caused an A- AC joint separation in my shoulder. And since then, it's never been the same. Hmm. I think so. uh, that's the wrong kind of football. <laughs> I know. I know. It sounds like it, huh?
0: Although soon, the yeah. American football is basically going to be, be uh, football. I know. <sighs> yeah. So um, you mentioned how, you know, you're not training for anything and, and trying to find, you know, you can almost have to find that, like, acceptance of uh just the process this is something we've been talking about we were planning on doing a podcast in the future is finding um basically validation in in a way with maintenance being the goal you know yeah yeah and and obviously like and i think you you mentioned a good point kind of like you know how like you're not a bodybuilder um and at the same time like bodybuilding has some great components about it you know like uh there's a focus on form and movement quality and then but if you're training for the sport of bodybuilding it gets taken to the extreme you know where then you just do so much volume and 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 you just start like really trying to isolate stuff and which is all like you have to do that for the sport but for the average person it's not needed um whereas so back to the goal of maintenance you know most people you know like you know, you just came out of, uh, you know, high-level, you know, college sport playing soccer. Like, you're, you're the most athletic for the most part you're, you're ever going to be, you know. And you're naturally an athletic yeah. guy anyways. Whereas, like, I mean, you can make yourself better. But, but in general, like, any sport you choose to do is going to come with risk and yeah. the risk of injury, right? Like, you could go do CrossFit. You could go do, um, you know, some super high-level uh, fringe sport and push it. Or you can also say, hey, like, I want to train for the long term and maintain what I am right now to, you know, what are you, 24, 25 years old? I'm 22. 22. And uh, basically, like, maintain that for the long – like, if you can do the same stuff you can do now when you're 44, 42, yeah. like, dude, that's, that's amazing, right? And I think a lot of people forget that and they always – they think they always need something, like, spectacular to train for – but in actuality, like, training to maintain in a way is – there's a lot of merit in that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: You know? And, like, and, of course, like, especially when you're still younger in your 20s, like, like, you have a lot of potential. Like, you'll be able to gain strength. And, like you said, you're working on power cleans. Like, you can push that. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like, what I see, then people get their 30s and then eventually 40s and they still think they're 20. And that's yeah. when a lot of problems arise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean – that's and that's the fun part about training is like in a way like you got you got to make some mistakes and learn and and there's so much different things that it's it can be overwhelming to kind of pinpoint down to what you enjoy the most you know yeah absolutely uh, so so one thing I know with that so uh, so like you said you're training down in South Beach at the Equinox mm-hmm. and you know one on one right yep so and one thing uh, we always talk about is how you know most people their goal right, is, is to ultimately look better, right? They wanna look yeah. better so that they feel better, have more confidence. And in today's world, it was funny, I was on my walk this morning and I walked past this little gym that changes, like, I swear it changes every six months, like different little franchises. Yeah. And it's always like the fad stuff, like for, like when I first moved out here, it was uh, it was like a little group training TRX, everything was TRX, you know? yeah and then uh i noticed that it's kind of changed names and and it looks like they got some new equipment in and now it's basically set up kind of like an orange theory like uh you know that back and forth of cardio machine to like you know little floor crunches and back and it's just like blows my mind because like it's all just faddish stuff right like it's just different ways of kind of getting your heart rate up which is fine like if you just want to like improve your conditioning Um, And you want to, you know, break a sweat, kind of get those endorphins going. But ultimately, the thing that's been around for like decades is strength training, resistance training in some form, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to maybe talk about how you, I mean, obviously, you know how we train people at Coastal. And again, like we're not, I'm not, we're not anti anything. Like we use everything, but we, the base and foundation, especially if anyone who says their goal is like, I want to look better Mm -hmm. is Strength training, you yeah. know, so and I'm sure like we actually haven't talked about this But I'm pretty confident that that's the 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 base of how you train your clients down in South Beach, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely Yeah, you know if In general if someone wants to look better And you guys obviously know this but you know for those who are listening are listening that don't really know if you want to look better you know one of the biggest aspects of looking better is getting stronger resistance training you know it's it's pretty simple you know it's straightforward and it's been around for years since since training and you know and improving a physique has you know developed into an actual thing this has been you know the primary way to do that uh you know resistance training strength training and that's how i train down here as well you know that's how i'll always train my clients it's it's simple. There's no need to overcomplicate anything. Uh, you know, sure these fads come and go, but at the end of the day, you know, I do what works. You know, strength training, resistance training, and uh, you know, focusing on getting stronger and uh, you know, movement patterns that actually work. You know, so that's that's where I'm at currently with my training. And you know, most of my cl- most of my clients in South Beach, you know, it's it's an interesting demographic to say the least. Uh, I will kind of leave that there. This is like a little
1: bit different than Newport News, I'm guessing.
2: uh, Yeah, the demographic is very, very strange. And in a sense that, you know, South Beach and Gary, I don't know know, if you can attest to this by living in Santa Monica, but it's kind of like just a constant show, right? Everyone is... Everyone is trying to impress the person next to them. Everyone is trying to use the person next to him to leverage themselves. It's like, "What can you do for me?" type of thing, and that's okay, right? It's, but that's just how it is, you know. It's, it's, a, it's different than Newport News. It's different, definitely different than the mountains of Virginia where I grew up. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, let me, let me
0: ask you this, like, because it is kind of the same. <laughs> One of the things I noticed first, I was telling, I remember I was telling Alexis, is like the the whole like how much importance people put on like their fashion you know like guys dress up no matter what they're doing where they yep. go like you're just seeing girls put some effort into it but like yeah. sometimes i feel bad just wearing like a, a gray v-neck with some black <laughs> regular black pants like yeah you know and i'm just gonna go yeah. to walk to the grocery store and i'm like man i feel like i have to have a scarf and some cool, <laughs> some cool hat <laughs> like if Not i was fat. if if i was single man i would I wouldn't, I wouldn't make, the, I, w- I would, uh, fall out of favor
2: quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You gotta
1: step that scarf game up, man. Yeah. Man. I
2: know. I know. <laughs> for those
1: cold winter days in Santa Monica, uh, when it's what, oh. like 55? <laughs> <laughs> it's already started, yeah. But you
0: know what's funny? On the commercials, <laughs> I remember back in Virginia, remember that commercial, like, uh, where it's like a dating commercial for like country guy guys or whatever, they're like looking for, uh, like a, like on the farm or whatever.
1: That must be a targeted ad. Mm. I've never seen that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, I see that one all the time.
0: Yeah, I was, was gonna yeah, say, how, out many cl- <laughs> how many clicks did it
1: take you to get there? Like, what, what was that about?
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is on TV. Well, out oh, okay, here, I okay, noticed okay. they they advertise the dating site for this. Like, do you want like a country boy thing? Because I guess maybe maybe the girls are just fed up with the guys nah, that are I have seen so that, into yeah. themselves. So yeah, but uh, but yeah yeah, Patrick, it's definitely definitely a scene. And yeah. So, uh, so how do you then? Because obviously, then people just, especially you, since you're fit, and uh, you know, a lot of times when people are picking their trainer, like they just go off of looks. So you probably yep. get a lot of clients who are like, just, do, just I want to do what you do, or like. And then the thing a lot of people experience when you when you get into real strength training is maybe it's not as exciting as they thought. So how, yeah. how do you kind of handle handle that?
2: It honestly just depends on the clientele that, I'm, that I'm, that's in front of me, you know. Uh, just as an example, I had this one client. And, and I, I don't, you know, I don't do necessarily strength training with everyone. I'm not making every client squat, bench, and deadlift. 100% not. You know, I don't want to to anyone to misinterpret that. But uh, so I had this one client, um, really awesome guy, but... Um, extremely overweight okay extremely overweight but extremely strong like this big just imagine this big huge ball of muscle right (laughs) honestly um older guy he's in his 50s but he's still you know doing well for himself he um you know one of his biggest accomplishments is he benched like 500 pounds or something at one point in his life so just a big yeah big guy um and so when I first started training him, you know, the first thing I noticed is, okay, this guy's shoulder mobility is absolutely terrible, his hip mobility is absolutely terrible, he can barely move, we're on the mat trying to do some stuff, I'm just trying to get him warmed up, trying to do some, like, SMR stuff, and he's, like, struggling to move around, so... Um, you know, the first training session he's like, Oh yeah, let's do let's bench heavy, let's do all this heavy stuff and I'm like, Okay, you know, slow down, you can barely move. Like look <laughs> look at you trying to I'm honestly like look at you trying to get off the mat. Like so so it's tough because you have these people who you know they they want to do something specific he wants to just train heavy he wants to smash out weights he doesn't really care what he's doing he just wants to lift heavy so it's hard to deal with people like that and and, and in that situation what I did is I actually said okay we can lift as heavy as you want as long as every exercise of every set of every exercise you have a four second negative on every single rep so so instantly and, and to be honest this is kind of what happened after the session he was like he went and told my manager that he hated it he was like I hate that I want to lift heavy you know he's like I want to try a different trainer and it just turned out that you know the next day we had already scheduled or whatever and ultimately he ended up loving it we still train together he's a great client of mine but you know with people like that because he had in his mind that he just wanted to lift heavy he didn't need to do the mobility stuff he didn't need any of this stuff so it's tough because there's trust me there's clients like that that I'm dealing with all the time and you guys deal with clients like that as mm-hmm. well but there's just I mean everyone everyone wants to look better everyone wants to be stronger it's just you know so i
1: I think part of it like some people just get in their heads like what they think they need yeah to get where they want to go and a lot of times it's just not it doesn't line up with like reality and, and the way it, you know they should be training yeah but i think part of like the art of training is giving people what they want while still getting them to do everything they need to do yep so like there is always going to be a little compromise, right? Not everything's yep. going to be ideal, so you compromise a little bit. So they're happy and they, you know, they enjoy it. But yep. also making sure that they're going to benefit, you know, because if yep. you had just like benched heavy with the guy all the time, yeah, it's... he like he wouldn't have gotten anything out of that. So like that was a perfect move to do like the four second eccentric, yeah, um, which was probably super hard for him to oh, do it was, yep. on everything. Yep,
2: yeah, so and again, you're I mean,
0: you know, cool. what, he just wants to do what he's good at yeah and you're giving them different tools you know we're at our phase of workouts at coastal now we're actually having people focus on the eccentric and slow awesome. because it's just another way to to progress like because you yep. can't progress in more weight forever you know so yep. you can do a slower eccentric and that's another way to progress and it's another tool in the toolbox um and yep. and truthfully it's i mean it's safer because you naturally won't be able to use as much weight right yeah exactly so you you take all that load off of your you know your joints and everything but you're still going to get a great training effect you know yeah. and 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 that's what people have to understand like there's more than one way and it's best to to use them all you know yeah mm-hmm. And that's the perfect example of, like, you know, pulling a little bit from everything. Like, that's kind of like a bodybuilding thing, right? Whereas, like, lifting heavies, you know, powerlifting, you know, why yeah. not do a little, little of both or take, take uh, different parts of them, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Just
0: kind of like how, you know, at like Coastal, like, like and when we say strength training, a lot of people think of all the, you know, oh, bench press, squat, deadlift. Yeah, yeah. But, but we do kind of the variations of those that are maybe, like, have a easier learning curve that are a bit yeah. safer because ultimately if someone gets hurt and can't do anything, like that's the worst case scenario, you know. Yeah. So instead of like a bench press, you can with the barbell, you can use the dumbbells, you know, or the landmine unit, and and there's you know tons of different variations. So that's that's what I think is is good for a lot of people to realize that like you you take these core components and then you kind of use what works for you in your your situation. Absolutely. So. But uh, so so will you got uh got those questions? So we, we're so, gonna we're gonna start on you, Patrick, with some some fun questions for our all guests. All right.
1: Mm. <laughs> all right. So, um, so we've talked about kind of like your struggle. Really, like, what's your favorite thing so far about Miami? Like, what what's different? What do you really like about it? Um, maybe compared to Newport News or or just yeah. like the culture there.
2: Man, it's uh, honestly, I mean. It's, easy answer but the weather is just insane man like yeah it's it's 80 degrees right now and uh, like it, it's yeah. it's just an like a beautiful day imagine like the most perfect day in Newport News like mm-hmm. it's pretty much like that every single day so like every know.
1: day in Santa Monica mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like it, and I know the weather yeah exactly beautiful days and, and that's different for me because yeah I lived in Newport News for four years but I grew up in you know a super small town in mm-hmm. south southwest Virginia so always cold winters you know snow so for it to be November and to be 80 degrees outside it feels like it's been the longest summer of my life so Dope. Yeah. yeah I
1: figured that was gonna be the answer That's, yeah um, all right so next thing let's let's go into this we're gonna do um, just a couple quick questions yep off the top of your head favorite food 100% like you you can only eat one thing for the rest of your life like what are you going with
2: probably tacos
1: Ooh, a good choice. He right. but everything. Yeah, 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 But, but, are you gonna have cheese on your tacos?
2: One hundred percent. Oh man, I can't
1: wait till Diego listens. Yeah, to no that <laughs> yeah, Diego's yeah, gonna yeah. be practicing his breathing drills.
3: <laughs> Bring his heart rate back down.
1: Oh yeah, doing his decompression stuff. Um, that's good. That's good. Um. So I did notice too, like you do. Well, I'm, I'm guessing, like you know, some bike riding or skateboarding and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, how is that down there? I mean, is there just tons of places to do it? You're just out ripping up the streets all the time.
2: <laughs> well, no, man. I, actually, so I, I don't have a car, and uh, that's my transportation is my longboard and my bike. Uh, sometimes it sucks. I got to be honest because I, I have about a two mile ride. And my bike, I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss on here, but my bike's a piece of shit. Uh, it's broke. You can say whatever you want. Okay. You told it, the kids it, to stay, stay. Yeah, it's the kids
1: to, right. to go somewhere else. Yeah,
2: so, so two miles on a longboard there and two miles on a longboard back Jesus. is, that's like four miles. And let's say I do it twice in a day, that's eight miles on a longboard. So my hip flexors, mm-hmm. whoo. Damn,
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't but, think I can ride a longboard down like my street
2: it's it's nerve-wracking people flying past you and but i like it you know it's fun it's uh, i do it recreationally as well sometimes i'll go out and ride but it's honestly consumes very little of my time as as it's mostly just a source of transportation
1: okay all right um all right next one if you had to do one one single exercise for the rest of your life period you only you only get one what would you do
2: probably a straight bar deadlift Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: okay mm-hmm. okay get a little a little everything yeah mm, i was expecting a power clean i'm not gonna lie
2: no probably straight mm. bar deadlift just
1: pick up some some heavy shit
2: yeah okay little,
1: yeah okay i'm digging it all right last question what's a song you're really digging right now mm. new hmm. song something you're just like you know that song where you play it so much that you hate it in like a month but like what's that song for you right now that you still enjoy
2: Hmm, let me see. What's it called? Um, it's called. This is a weird song. You guys can look it up. It's called Brooklyn. No, no, no sorry, sorry. It's called I'm on something by Brooklyn featuring Joseline Alice. It's I'm
1: on something.
2: Uh, nice. Yes, it's called I'm on something. By Brooklyn, featuring Jocelyn Alice. So you guys can look that up if you want. It's kind of a weird song, but oops. Yep, that's what it's called.
3: <laughs> I'm um, on. So,
2: you not into the South Beach uh, club, club techno music? <laughs> oh yeah, Lord, no! I hear enough music. of that. I hear enough of that, man. Gosh. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's just like they have like a speaker like up in the sky and it plays all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome. <laughs> oh man. Mm. What's so? What's been the biggest culture shock about Miami?
2: Like, I mean, to be honest, there's like, I'm the only American going at any given time. I am the only like, to be honest, like, and that's it's not like a bad thing at all. But that it, culturally, it was a big shock for me because I don't speak Spanish, and you know, I'm if I go somewhere, I'm usually. the The only only white white american yeah (laughs) and i mean to be honest like my gym and i said you know the the, uh demographic is a little bit weird because equinox south beach is again forgive me but like 80 percent gay men wow wow i mean so so that's like that's my clientele like that's the people i'm
0: training so you you probably have a lot of business then.
1: Yeah, no. I just want to touch those beautiful those, locks, those yeah. beautiful, that
0: beautiful blonde hair. Um,
2: so it's like it's like gay Hispanic men, based mostly.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the type of people that are going to pay some money to train with you. So, look, <laughs>
0: ben, Ben's looking up plane tickets as we yeah. speak. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the, so the first time I went down to South yeah, yeah. Beach, so kind of off of that, I, I went for spring break, and uh, we're me and a buddy were rolling down the beach. You know, we've been, we've been working out, feeling good about ourselves, and we and we and we're strutting, and then all of a sudden we see there's like 90 dudes on the beach, and they're like, <laughs> and they're all like, you know, catcalling and everything, and I was just like, oh man, like. Um, Hey, I guess we're doing something right because gay guys like they have really high standards, you know. Yeah. So, um, but but then, then we look up and we found like I guess it was like the weekend of a, of a parade and stuff. So yeah. it was a you know a little little more than the normal concentrated, and uh, but but we got a good laugh out of it. And yeah. It was, and uh, they were all jacked up and ready. Some free <laughs> drinks. <laughs> That's, what it was. That's the best part. You get free drinks and stuff yeah. too. So definitely.
1: You just gotta hope those drinks are. Oh, yeah, or I forgot about that. You don't want to get Bill spy. Cosby, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like. mm.
0: It's a different world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, Patrick, the uh, the question I wanted to hear, okay. we'll will throw out there, was what is your spirit animal?
2: Ooh. Oh, Lord.
3: <sighs>
2: I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I, I got asked this a while ago, and my answer to the question was a shark. And why I said that was, I, I don't know, because I'm terrified of sharks. <laughs> like, I'm completely terrified of sharks. But the reason I said it was because they're kind of very elusive, in my opinion. And I feel mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm fairly elusive uh, in a sense that, like, I don't I don't know. Some days I'm here. Some days I'm there. You know, my mind kind of wanders. And I feel like sharks, you, we never know where they are. We can't see mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind okay. of, yeah.
1: So follow up. Would you ever go swimming with sharks to face your fear?
2: Man, I think I would probably do it in a, in like a controlled environment. So, yes. like, you know,
1: we have the cage and you get into the yes, cage and all yes. that, you yes. would do that? Is I there would, a controlled environment that. with a shark? I mean, I think it's controlled as <laughs> you can, like, try to be. Yeah, yeah. It's controlled as you can be. It's still a shark.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sharks scare me, man. I, they've always terrified me, to be honest. So, but,
1: is it because, like, you never know like, if they're there?
2: Or yeah, not? exactly. It's it's a huge creature that we can't see. And I, I don't know if one's five feet away from me or if one is uh-huh. right underneath my feet at that given mm-hmm. second so mm-hmm. that's why they scare me.
1: Fear of the unknown. That's yeah. what that I is. Like it. I don't like yeah. it. I think we should do a coastal uh a coastal trip. We all get into a shark cage and yeah. just so like can, let's so let's do it. Let's face time. our fears. <laughs> let, 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 let me ask you this. Cosby, <laughs> Bill Cosby by Hispanic game. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Or Sammy Sosa. Speaking of, I can't I'm sorry like to just derail <laughs> but have y'all seen Sammy Sosa? Yeah let's <laughs> show me a picture. Let's of this talk about and uh, I can't get over it. I can't even. So before it. the show, we
1: were, uh, we were just talking and Gary brought up Sammy Sosa. And then come to find out, you know, this like rich mahogany colored Dominican baseball player <laughs> is now like, you know, like as white as paper. Probably
3: still rich, but not mahogany.
1: Yeah, like he's like a rich ivory now. And <laughs> I don't know what you know what happens to somebody that that makes them go from one to the other, but it's just like insane. He's like a full fledged like white man now.
3: You gotta take a look at that. If yeah, it, it.
1: yeah. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, look up Sammy Sosa, and you know you'll go down a nice rabbit hole like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, check it out, and, and you probably won't believe what you're gonna see. If you have any ideas
3: about how to reverse the process? I'm interested in joining the MLB and yeah. <laughs> would happily, happily reverse Jesus. The process, try it out. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: so there's that
0: old Sammy. Mm. Well, it's. it's, it's Taking it back to the sharks though, real quick. So Patrick, you mentioned you were afraid of sharks, but are you more afraid of cougars? Ooh. <laughs> because ben, ben, you remember remember when we first brought uh,
1: Patrick oh, on? Man. At the, oh, onto <laughs> on the gym, Lord. The, good the, Lord, it was strong. They just they, they caught the scent of a young cub. <laughs> that was it, you know. How
0: that was, many- Ben, how many people came up to you and asked like, who, "Who's the new guy, Is, is he single? Like, oh, it's like, it was like multiple
3: his... per class just until like, everyone found out how old he was. He's <laughs> twenty years old. Like, listen, like, you
1: gotta... y- you're, you're preying on this young boy. You know, like, you can't
3: even buy a drink yet. Yeah. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Patrick, he's a he's a massive man. He definitely looks like he can move a lot of weight too. So when he walks in the room, he doesn't look like a cub. But he's but, got that just beautiful <laughs> I mean, that beautiful hair. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: That's what that's what pulls people in. Uh, the funny thing is we're make see we're making them uncomfortable. And that that's the best part is like is, is how uncomfortable these, these women would, would uh would Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If that
1: happened to me when I was twenty, like I do yeah, not know, know how I would have reacted. I Jesus. I would have, have not been able to come back. I would have just shut down and never showed up again. <laughs> yeah. Somehow yeah. he just like braved through it and just kept Beed
3: showing my pants up. in public. That yeah. kind of thing, yeah. God. Yeah. I, don't know,
2: I made it through somehow. Yeah, sure. well, there for a while. A... For a while, like... I thought I was going to get dragged down under. You know, but <laughs> I thought
1: you were too. Like it was. Like, I was starting to get worried about you. You
3: were going to leave. You were going to be. <laughs> that... end up in a basement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's why you went to South Beach. It's just easier to do with the guys than yeah. it is the girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking for a sugar mama. <laughs> uh. I remember when you when you first came in for your interview. And then, and, you know, and you were like, you know, super smart and awesome. but I was like, this is going to be a problem. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it worked out. It was good. Yeah. Springboarded to Miami. So, yeah. yeah not so like it chart. worked out.
0: Do you miss now that school's over and uh, you're kind of like into training and stuff? Uh, do you miss the all the learning? Like, because you were an exercise science major, right? Or your- I
2: was actually, like, pre-med. Pre-med? So, yeah. So, um, but no, I definitely miss you know, the learning. And there for a while, I thought, uh, you know, right up until I moved, I thought that I was going to be going to school online and doing, like, a whole master's trying to, you know. But, but it, I kind of came to the realization that I don't need that degree in order to, like, Yes, it might leverage my career a little bit, but you know the relationships that I build and things like that will probably mm-hmm. leverage me a lot more than that piece of paper that I paid a lot of money for that says you know mm-hmm. I have a master's. So, um, but no, I definitely miss the structured learning. Uh, I still am doing like lots of research and you know studying all this different stuff currently. Uh, but yeah, structured learning and actually having like. A curriculum I do kind of miss that some yeah
0: and in this industry like everyone already knows like enough like training and nutrition you know like what is more importantly is that psychology and and connecting with people and learning why people maybe do or don't do certain things like that's what's really gonna help you help your clients the most you know yeah so um
2: yeah one uh one like huge thing that I've kind of uh, like realization almost is that as fitness professionals and all of us, you know, we we are in the entertainment industry. And believe mm-hmm. it, you know, whether you think of that or not, like we are. We're constantly, when we're training, when we're coaching, we're on a pedestal. We're, we're speaking to people, we're entertaining these people. They don't care. Honestly, some of them do, but they don't care the exact precise form of the. Uh, lateral raise of the turning of the thumb and all this stuff you know we're, we're entertaining we're, we're putting on a show for these people that we're coaching that we're training and, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know that's kind of a huge realization that I've made since I've been here is it's not necessarily about the information or the the coaching any trainer you know a trainer could be 10 times worse or better than, you know, any of us. Uh, but if he's better at entertaining or, you know, just a better speaker or whatever, mm-hmm. then you or me, then he's going to be doing better or worse. So, uh, that's a, that's yeah. a big thing, you know, just being able to entertain and just being, uh, you know,
1: I think it comes down to like being able to captivate somebody yep. and like, Really, it's more about like most of us know like all the information, like Gary said. Yeah, like, nothing's really that new. Like yeah, this stuff every once in a while. Yeah, but it's like how do I get this person for one to enjoy this? Yeah, two to like be actively engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you could know all the information and know all the right cues and all this stuff and be the most boring person ever. Yeah, and people aren't gonna want to train with you. Yep. Um, so that yeah, there's a there's a huge. Um, yeah, it's a huge thing with that, like, like, people do need to be entertained. You know, yep. not everybody is like us and then can train and do the boring shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: and the stuff, like, they know they need to do, um, but most people won't do. Most people, like, they just got of have fun so they can move around a little bit and, and get a little better. Yeah. That's really kind of what it boils down to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's the exact reason we do a podcast. That's our form of entertainment, but you don't have to look at us. Yeah. Exactly. So, but, Patrick, on the other hand, since we've been hyping him up, he actually has a, a very entertaining YouTube channel. Oh, so, so that, <laughs> you know, you got to see see the person. Uh, you want to kind of share that with everyone for the
2: for people who aren't aware of the. Uh, sure, sure. So, yeah, I have a YouTube channel, and you can uh, it's YouTube.com slash Pat Burns Who, um, and the reason. Let me just briefly explain the reason I. I decided to start making YouTube videos that were less fitness related was because uh, I had a fitness YouTube channel. I was making videos and they were getting no views, like literally. Um, I love personally. I love making video content. I love just creating content in general and it's very, very popular. It's a way to, you know, build rapport with people who don't actually know you and I see a lot of value in that. Um, So I started making videos when when I got down here and um, they're more based around just entertaining people. Someone wants to laugh. Someone wants to see what I'm doing in Miami. You know, that's kind of what, what the video content is for currently. Uh, and, and it, it has provided me with some benefit. You know, I've gotten a couple clients from it. Someone's come up to me and said, Hey, I saw your video. Uh, it was really, really funny. I really liked it. You know, I think, you know, I want to train with you or whatever. And it's worked to my advantage and it is a little bit, uh, not embarrassing, I wouldn't say, but, you know, I, I'm putting myself out there. You know, people can see into my life. So, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it has helped me. And, and I encourage, if you're a fitness professional, if, you know, any of these guys, they're making podcasts, I make YouTube videos. It's all the same thing. We're just trying mm-hmm. to leverage ourselves, you know, uh, using it to reach more people to uh, help our careers. So
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. that human connection. Yep. You know, it's not just like, oh, well, like... This is a page I saw on, on Facebook and it's really just that. It's like, oh man, like I've seen these guys talk in videos and yep. I listen to their podcasts. And it's just like the humanization, so it allows you to connect better with people. Exactly. That's really what it is. You know, exactly. like we could post as many pictures as we want, but nothing does better than like one of us just talking video. in a video yep. about whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's like getting that you know, hearing a voice or just seeing like, oh man, this guy's a person, and then they learn about you on your YouTube channel. And they, you're making connections already without them having met you. So when they do come up to you, you have somebody that's like, oh, I saw your YouTube channel and they're already warmed up to you. So, um, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah.
0: I mean, getting people to know, like, and trust, you know, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's the challenge. Um, you know, and it's, I've talked about this with you guys before, like in, you know, in person training when I first started out was always, uh, I mean, it was so simple and easy because if people like you, like that's the first step, right? You know, and then as you kind of grow your audience, then it's harder to get people to really know or like you. Um, So you have to put yourself out there, you know. And that's the thing; like, people don't care. They trust that that you you know have the right you know the right information, but they want to you know enjoy you as a person, you know. So like putting that, what some people may think is like silly stuff, like that's though like. How people know you're, you're human and, and that they would, you know, want to work with you and spend time with you yeah. and have you coach them and do everything. It's just as important. And whether, you know, you have the, the, you know, super sciencey people that are hardcore into into the details of, of everything, but what they don't realize is that ultimately if no one knows who you are, or likes you, like you're not going to be able to help anyone because they don't want to work with you.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's so. really quick. I, one podcast, I'm not going to name it, of somebody who's, like, pretty prominent, I guess, in, you know, the powerlifting, nutrition-type world. Um, He's got, like, a Ph.D., whatever. Super smart guy, but, like, I listen to his podcast, and he's, like, a complete dick. And, like, I don't ever – like, I don't want to listen to his podcast because of that. Like, he's terrible at connecting to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, it's really important, even for people who are, like, high-profile, to, like, be able to connect with people, you know? Like, he's – really annoying to listen to on a podcast and so like i don't really want to hear anything he ever has to say yeah period um so that's you know kind of important you know you have to be likable and and be able to get along with people and be able to talk to people and communicate well in order to to get anywhere with people
2: yeah you
0: know what i want to see what's that i want to see a youtube channel of ben World's ben, do you think ben, ben, do you think that would hurt or help your brand? Yeah,
3: world, world's not ready. <laughs> <laughs> but like
1: what would what would the channel be? Like would it just be like just Ben? Like through his day, but then dubbed
3: over with his internal monologue. Mm. Well, that, I mean that. Yeah, without without the internal monologue, I look, I look like a normal person. Everyone thinks, yeah, I go to the gym, I have appointments, I you know. Until you watch football until on the you weekends. see like the
1: deep internalization in the way Ben thinks about every aspect of his life <laughs> yep, and yep. analyzes everything.
3: Once, once you know why, you can never go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you
1: get the why yeah. when you when you get that intrinsic. Uh, I don't
3: know, man. Yeah. I like you your your uh your blog, your YouTube video man, that's I kinda aspire for that type of life, man. The shit you run into and, like I mean that that's kinda I don't know if I could top that. You know like, it'd be that interesting. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta put yourself it, 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 out there though, right? It makes it make you more sad than than anything to watch mine versus versus <laughs> eating beef and just, rice. Yeah, but like, it wow, makes yeah. everyone else everyone oh, else yeah. feels better though. They're like, man yeah. I'm,
1: like, I'm really uh, living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Eating cold turkey breast with his hands <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. practicing
0: uh, practicing movement techniques on his dog <laughs> Uh, dude it that's the i've been i've been actually working on her i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna say it works man dude
3: work, even a little puppies it works it's pretty we awesome. were doing
0: ben was doing his gate analyst you know and that's when when they were out here and then i just like jokingly was like oh what about arnie you know we were walking walking the dog and then he like literally kind of goes into stang on dogs and like <laughs> the, the, depe, depending <laughs> on
3: what side the leash is on and how how he's tried on his dog and stuff <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> hey man yeah um, you know what we all got bodies muscles and Brains, yeah, and that's all, that's all you need. That's, that's all you true. need to, to, to make a movement pattern. It definitely isn't sexy. It is hard to, it, like you were saying that earlier, I didn't really interject, but like it's hard to really tell people, like, yes, you do want this because they think, oh no, I want to look better, I want to feel confident, but really. They want to feel good in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. and I'll tell you, you can't breathe right, you can't move right. You're not gonna feel good in your own skin, even if you like that six pack looking back at you. I mm-hmm. uh, you can move 500 pounds, um, uh, you know, and that's why that's why yeah, giving them what they need, a little bit of movement, a little bit of lifting, a little bit of entertainment, mm-hmm. and that consistency over time is really, it's what they're after. At 22, you're figuring that out. I mean, shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm always jealous of Patrick. Like. Oh bit. <laughs> <laughs> How much he knows at such a young age. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah. Damn, when I was 22,
3: mm. shit. Mm. What was I doing? What were you doing? I mean, apparently fucking up my shoulders. So <laughs> I was in a, a, a $3,000 like, live-in van touring around the Midwest playing disc golf mm. when I was
1: 22. I think I was just graduating college.
3: The disc golf tour? Yeah, sleeping in a van and going from tournament to tournament. Save some Ch- trying to trying to get on that pro circuit. <laughs> oh, I was on the pro circuit. That was the pro circuit. <laughs> 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 oh, Live in van. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Like you just said that.
0: I've never heard that about you. And I'm like, okay. You know about that van? It ma- no. It about makes about perfect that. sense.
1: Okay. I feel like once you've done that, like you can do anything. That, yeah, yeah. Like any situation yeah. is all right for you. I, I'll be all right. Like yeah. if you were in the water with sharks, I think you would be. <laughs> you, I think I you'd be can. you'd be better than most people. <sighs> You know, like you're a survivor. I hope
3: we'll never find out. I hope we'll never
1: find <laughs> out. You know what though? Like I'm pushing for this. Our next, our next outing as a uh, a group of coaches might involve sharks.
2: So
0: no, no, nah. No, last time
1: was Austin City Limits. The next one's gonna it be uh, Miami, shark diving. I
3: mean, you know, if we're going to Miami. I mean, hey, if we, <laughs> get, if we can make a
1: Miami trip out of it, we get to see Patrick go get in a cage with some sharks.
2: Yeah, you guys have a place get to get hit stay. on by some Mexican mm-hmm.
1: gay dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, excuse so, me, not Mexican. Nah-
2: Hispanic, uh, yes, Cuban, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. cute, Cuban, right? Yeah. Cuban. Yeah. yeah, they're everything.
3: Probably every. Yeah, a little bit of. Piss yeah. off the whole demographic. Like we're gonna have to practice dancing.
0: Our dancing moves. Yeah,
1: I got to get with Diego, and maybe he can help us out. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. He just has those Latin hips.
0: Diego's our secret weapon. He is. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh
0: uh-uh. so, But but Ben, thinking back, you remember when you were a trainer at Well Anytime Fitness for that? Anytime, yeah. Can you, like, think about, like, how then you – I mean, you fell in love with training because of the science of it and learning the body and all that. Yeah. Like, can you imagine now, like, seeing, like, that blend of what you just mentioned it takes to be successful as far as entertainment and and giving people what they want, what they need? Like – do you ever think back to that, like how, and I do this too, like how naive you you were. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: without, without, and I, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit that at all. Without coastal, I mean, I would have turned into like a doctor's office, like a wannabe doctor's office, and tried to train people one on one, like like fixing their skeletons. I mean, it would it would have been very very boring, and while maybe the information even would have been good. I would have reached no one and puttered out. Mm, sounds, familiar. I mean, sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean that's just mm-hmm. it, it. Definitely was the path, especially when it comes to like what I'm interested in, what I enjoy. That's where it would have led me, and I would have impacted no one. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. But the cool thing is, once you get people to like you and know you, then you you know the relationship deepens, and you eventually get them to to want to know more of what you have to offer. You know, and and uh, mm-hmm. and then impact them. Yep. So, and that's what young young Patrick is uh, already knows. Already knows. Yeah, so, it took me a long time to realize
1: yeah. it's not the information. And yeah. You just wonder, like, oh, why isn't this person doing what I tell them to do? Yeah, mm-hmm. like yep. that's the. I think that was the hardest thing for me to, to come to terms with. You know, it's more about like how do I how do I get this person to do what they need to do rather than here's all this awesome information that you you know don't know how to use. So yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I think you know what I think that wraps up this episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> I think so. Think?
1: Let's uh, let's kick it over to Ben. Ben, I, what's your song of the day I today? What do you?
3: Uh, you know what? It's not. I didn't even think about. I actually thought we were gonna be with. I guess Andrew, but that's next week. Whatever. So, uh, but no, this one's uh, this one's called Southtown, but uh, it, which is not South Beach. Was close. Um, a little bit harder than I usually go, but I just been. I've been digging these guys. You guys, you guys might remember, Pod, okay. Southtown. Oh. Play a little bit for you here. It's it's pretty raw, pretty pretty rough. Uh, just good old old rock from what, two thousand six or like something. like that that angry rock from, um, from but uh, middle yeah, middle high school. You know, whatever whatever Southtown they're referring to, they're they're struggling through, make fighting through every day for sure, fighting through the disc golf journey. <laughs> it definitely. Uh, it's probably about the same time too. which is close to Maybe a little before, but. Hmm okay ooh, ooh. oh yeah they ain't ready okay. nope nope you didn't know <laughs> they ain't ready i can see patrick yeah hair, head, his hair flying yeah, oh head-band-y. yeah patrick's got the hair for this
0: i could to this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah
2: would you so, ever
0: have you have you ever thought about cutting the hair like is that even even a decision does that come into your
2: mind especially no. that hot heat honestly it really hasn't it's kind of a part of who like i branded myself around and and, like i'll probably cut it eventually at some point in my life but thinking what you say that with like my beard beard.
1: yeah like yeah are are you ever gonna cut it i'm like damn like i don't ask you if you're gonna shave your head like Uh, this is like part of me yeah exactly it's almost like part of my personality there's like an Mm -hmm. attachment to it (laughs) yeah um So
2: yeah, I feel you. You don't ever have to cut your hair, Patrick. Just let it grow like Rapunzel.
0: Yeah. I have to. Rapunzel. So with that, we'll leave you guys. Uh, So if y'all need some more over the next week, you can hit up Patrick's YouTube page. We'll put a link. Mm -hmm. We'll put a link in our blog so you can uh, entertain yourself (laughs) then uh, also. So if you're in South Beach, now you know, you know who your trainer can be. And if you're in, in Virginia, you can hit up Coastal Strength and Fitness. Uh, or also reach out. We also do some online stuff as well. So, again, just uh, feel free to re- email us, uh, social media us, and start a conversation. We just ultimately want to help people. So all of us, uh, Patrick included, and uh, we'll uh, catch you on the flip side here.
1: Later. Take care, guys.
0: Hello.